G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, here we are on the Thursday before the Easter long weekend and some special issues to talk about today with our special guests, Salt Shakers, Jenny Stokes, back with us. And uh, there are some developments when it comes to this whole issue of same-sex marriage. And Jenny Stokes, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back, Neil. Jenny, there are developments that are going on and uh, there's been all sorts of things that some of our listeners might have caught up with, uh, with ads about uh, supporting parents on television. Uh, There's been controversies over uh, organisations like SBS and the Nine Network knocking back uh, a pro-family, pro-man and wife uh, parent type ads. And and there's been a, a whole lot of things that are going on. Even the homosexuals are coming out and supporting uh, the idea that children have rights. You've been following along particularly these issues to do with Dolce and Gabbana. Uh, what's the latest? Well, that's right. And you know, a couple of weeks ago, Dolce and Gabbana, who are two Italian fashion designers and you know well well known among the Hollywood set, and uh, you know their D and G logo appears on clothing and bags and other things, so very popular among uh, the trendy set, if you like. And so they were actually being interviewed on the Panorama program in Italy. And as part of that, you know, chat of a conversation, uh, Dolce actually said, well, we oppose gay adoptions. The only family is a traditional one. And went on to say that, you know, children are born to a mother and a father. Well, that's how it should be. I call children of chemistry synthetic children. And, of course, um, you know, that's how they felt. And it... You know, there was a sort of a huge furor. People like Elton John sort of said, well, I'm never going to buy um, D&G, Dolce & Gabbana clothing again or, or their accessories. Uh, some said they'd throw them in the bin. So there was a bit of a Twitter campaign and uh, certainly uh, threats of a boycott against their clothing and accessories line. And uh, that, that, was, that sort of went on for a while. And, of course, the, the interesting thing here is that both Dolce & Gabbana are homosexual and in fact, we're in a relationship for 25 years. They broke up a few years ago and still work together in a business partnership. But um, we're actually a homosexual couple for many years. And they just said, well, from our experience of that, um, we don't think that's the right thing for bringing up children. There has been a certain... There has certainly been a big backlash, and you mentioned Elton John coming out uh, and being very critical of them. Uh, but they themselves, they did a little bit of backpedalling, not you know trying to calm the waters and not really offend everyone, but they still held their position, didn't they? Well, pretty much, and certainly we commented on a couple of the things that they've actually made, and I said it was an apology, well, sort of an apology, and one said, well, we firmly believe in democracy and the fundamental principle of freedom of expression that upholds it. We we talked about our way of seeing reality, but it's never been our intention to judge other people's choices. We do believe in freedom and love. So that sort of comment to say, well, it was just this personal opinion, and, um, you know, and so on. And Dolce said very similar things, but from 
the fact that he was Sicilian. He grew up in a traditional family, mother, father and children, and that's where he sees um, you know, the key element of family being. And uh, and I think one of them actually said on CNN, you know, I'm I'm in favour of everything, you know, <laughs> and sort of really almost backpedalled on that. But but really the key things that they said was these are our personal views. Um, we're not judging what other people are doing, but we actually don't think this is the best thing, best situation for raising children if they're losing a mother or a father. But it has sparked a whole lot of other people who are connected with the way these relationships work. And children of homosexuals uh, who've been raised in homosexual families uh, are speaking out too and saying, hey, it's not all that everyone's saying it's cracked up to be. Well, that's right. And there were last time we reported on this, there were four people from a homosexual background having been raised by children, by homosexuals, uh, as children who'd spoken out. This time there are six, and these six people wrote an open letter in Italian, published in Italy, on Tempe, and it's now been tr- translated and posted online. And they were just saying the six signers of this letter were all raised by gay and lesbian parents. Five of us are women, one is a queer man, though we were all raised though we all raised our children with their opposite-sex parents. And many of these have been homosexual. You know, some of them were homosexual themselves, but others um, have rejected that and, and sort of said, well, we've learned from experience that this is actually not the best situation. Um, every human being has a mother and a father, and to actually cut them out of the child's life, they say, is to, in quote, I quote, to rob the child of dignity, humanity and equality. And uh, they go on to say it's not that they don't love their their parents. And one woman in particular, Heather Barwick, who was raised in a lesbian household by two mothers, and she wrote about her upbringing. She always longed for the father that she never saw. Um, She said she loved her mother's partner. She said in her early 20s she was supportive of same-sex marriage and, uh, you know, and quite sort of saying, look, I'm, I'm a child of the gay community. But what she's found now, she's now 31, she's married with children and has become a Christian. But she said in her letter, she wrote, same-sex marriage and parenting withholds either a mother or father from a child while telling him or her that it doesn't matter. That's all the same, but it's not. A lot of us, a lot of your kids are hurting. And so she's writing this letter, this time to the an open letter to the homosexual community saying, you know, you you are robbing your children of especially in donor sperm, for instance, where they have no way of knowing their, their parent or surrogacy and so on, where they'll never see their natural mother, um, is actually damaging to the children. They, they really look for that, that lost father figure. It's pretty hard to find people in the mainstream media who are uh, in some ways taking a balanced opinion on this whole issue of same-sex marriage, but there are a number of columnists who are writing in newspapers around the country who are actually coming out and saying, uh, you know, we don't need to change marriage, we need to fix what's wrong with it. Well, that's right, and that's really what Miranda Devine did writing in The Telegraph, Um, and she's sort of saying, you know, over the last 40 years... um, We've gone from a divorce rate that was very low to a situation where people, many people aren't even getting married. They've got de facto living relationships which don't last as long. They, they'll have children, they walk away. There's a whole increase in children even being removed from family situations because of the troubles that there are. And we as heterosexuals need to actually fix it. We need to promote marriage. We need to build up um, parenting and uh, the, you know, the 
respect that marriage brings and the commitment and the stability that marriage brings uh, to a family and to the children that result from that. And on another issue, just quickly, Jemmy, uh, there is a deadline today for submissions about the way there is a call for change to the way that ratings on TV work. Uh, what are the details for that for listeners? Well, that, that's right. It's related to commercial TV. There are different... Um, sets of standards for ABC, SBS and the commercial channels. So this is the commercial channels and the standards are set by Free TV Australia and so they've put out a proposed change to the reviews and we're concerned about some of the things every time they do a review we complain about that it's it's lowering the standards every time. But in particular what we have here is uh, a change in the the way that things are doing. So instead of having G-rated times, which used to be sort of over that dinner time, um, you know, four to seven and, and Saturday mornings, for instance, was only allowed to be G-rated. So their proposal there is to actually remove G-rated and have it only PG. And that makes quite a difference in the sorts of things that are allowed. You know, you used to be able to think that I could sit my child in front of a G-rated program and it was going to be pretty okay. Well, when it's PG, that allows all sorts of other things. It allows more sexual expression, um, you know, inferred drug use, those sorts of things can be done. And so one of the big things is is changing the times at which things can happen. The other thing that we've had MA15 plus programs, uh, we're only allowed to be shown after 9.30 and now the proposal is that they would be shown at 8.30 and that M-rated programs would come back to 7.30 rather than 8.30. So it's bringing everything earlier in the evening when many children are still up and you've got M-rated programs. The other thing that Family Voice pointed out just yesterday is that they're actually changing the type of material that's allowed in each of those categories. So M-rated programs had just very uh, light... um, references if you like to drug use and so on and so what happens is that that's actually now been increased so what was in MA15 plus is now being brought back into the M-rated programs and and so you can get those now from 7.30 and uh, so Rod says for instance illegal drug use in M programs cannot be shown in detail at present but under the new proposal, uh, you could actually show illegal drug use in detail in the M rating, which is now going to be moved forward to 7.30. And so that's a huge issue for parents with children um, of having this material more explicitly available on, on TV. And Jenny, is there a link on your Salt Shakers page where people can actually see how they can make a submission to that particular uh, uh, opportunity there? There is, and uh, on our, our Take Action campaign section on our website, we've got uh, the materials there with the links of, of what to do and how to do that. And uh, as you said, it closes today, so it's important to get that in. There's a, a, a an email you can send off the email just to even just to urge them to keep the standards as they are, not to remove the G rating, not to increase the you know bring forward the M, M rating and MA15 plus to earlier times. They're the two key things. And not to change what's allowed in each category as well. That's the the other thing. The email address is code2015 at freetv.com.au. So you just have to send it from email to them and uh, that will get there. Well, Jenny Stokes, uh, always good chatting. Thanks for your insights into these issues today. And to you and your husband, Peter, have a fabulous Easter and we'll catch up next week. Thank you. 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.